I'm a giant when I stand Ballin' like the Jets, start in Jersey like the Nets To New York like the Mets, yeah I win like the Yanks Like the past, spell a check, GNT Sports Talk How to show on the net, yeah On myself, yeah I bet, yeah I put blood to the switch, yeah From the East to the West, GNT Sports Talk How to show on the net, yeah What's up, GT fans? We just wanted to let you know that our sponsorship has arrived. That's right. We have teamed up with Thrive Fantasy. Use promo GRUNT at signup and receive $20 instant credit when your first deposit is $20 or more. That's Thrive Fantasy. Now back to the show. All right, so now we have Grunt Talks with Kyle, me, Bobby, Darren, Kyle Condor of John Boy Media. Love collaborating with him. What's up, Kyle? What's going on, guys? It's always a pleasure to talk to you guys about, you know, whatever. We could go on all day long. So we're right in the middle of the season now. Last time I talked to you guys, we weren't sure if we were going to get baseball at all. So this is good. That feels like forever ago. Wow. Damn. It feels like last year almost. But those are some dark, dark times. They really are. And now I never want to live that again. Yeah, that was a brutal time period. I'll tell you what, though. Me, Julian, and Bobby, we were all pretty damn confident we were going to get something. And yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, now, we were confident, definitely. Yeah. Now we know for sure it's not going anywhere. So, it's great. <laughs> there was an issue with the A's and Mariners, but hopefully they get together soon because they're not playing again. But yeah, they'll, they'll get it going. I mean, yeah. I mean props to whoever keeps – finagling the schedule and stuff like that because whoever yeah. it is is going through a nightmare of a job but they're figuring it out every single time yeah now when you hear that a game got canceled you almost just kind of be like eh, you know we'll see when they make it up because you yeah. know it's gonna happen it's almost like second nature at this point like i've been telling bobby and darren this whole time as soon as we get everyone back something else always happens like we yeah. never have never go smoothly once yeah it's just been a crazy ride the cardinals still have to play like 30 something games this month they're like 13 and 13 like it's just a crazy situation right now i don't know how Susan they're Woman had a great point she actually brought up just making every team play 55 games Hmm. That way you cut off five games because you know not every team is playing 60. Yeah, that's true. true. I mean, at this point, is there is there any team besides the Cardinals that look like they're not going to be able to get 60 in? I'm going to check right now. I was looking at some rankings and stuff before. I saw like and if, 15 and 15 on one team. That might be the, the Cardinals. If the Cardinals are really 26 games in, that means they're not that far behind everybody else. I mean. That's true. I mean, 30, Yankees have played 33. Like, most teams are at 33, 34 right now. So, yeah. we're not that far behind. Like, yeah, the Cardinals cool. are the outlier. I think every other team's hit 30 from what I'm looking at right now. At least hit 30. The Phillies and Marlins are both 15 and 15. Those are the other two. Okay. So, that's how, what we're looking at right now. So, they're still reachable. It's going to be really tough for the Cardinals. But we'll see if they can pull it off yeah. somehow. And I worked in college sports for four years before I started with Job Boy Media. And the schedule these college baseball teams play is insane. Like, they play regularly four games in three days, sometimes five games in two days and stuff like that. So a lot of these guys are used to it. I think that's something that we're not grasping as fans because it's just not the norm at the major league level. But a lot of these guys came up playing travel ball four games in one day and stuff like that. So they're used to it. I mean, they can do it. 
That's a really good point, actually. And I didn't even think of that. So that is very good thinking on your part. And me and Bobby and Darren talks at length about our disappointment without the deadline move. So before we get to tonight's mm -hmm. game, I'm curious, what do you think about the lack of activity yesterday? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't type deal. Mm -hmm. I know for one that the Yankees didn't really have the farm system that a lot of these other teams were dealing with. Uh, when I was editing the talk and baseball stuff from yesterday, John Boy and Jake brought up a good point, and it's that while the Padres traded their number seven prospect, and that was like the main piece in the Clevenger deal, their number seven prospect is probably as good as our like number three. And I'm not a huge prospect guy, so I couldn't sit here and rattle off the rankings that the Yankees are dealing with and stuff like that. But I don't know. Right now, if you go after a guy like Lance Lynn, you probably get like one or two good seasons out of him, if that. Last time he and was it's in hit or miss. Yeah. It's hit or yeah. miss with him. Yeah. I'm so not going mean, to give away Frazier or give away Garcia for yeah. a possible. And I even said this to um, Julian this morning. And I didn't know MLB already got onto it. I was kind of pissed. The teams like the Ray, um, the Blue Jays, and the um, the uh, Marlins, even yeah, they're making these moves because they're saying to themselves, "When's the next time we're going to get a chance at a World Series that's going to be set up like this?" Yeah, for sure. So it, it makes sense. And so I was them, right, yeah. I was like, I do not give up Frazier for Lance Lynn. It's no. just not worth it. Not in the long or, run, not at all. Or Davey or Clark Schmidt. If, yeah, and if we could have gotten something done without giving up those three guys for literally anybody that got traded yesterday, I would have done it. I mean, the only I guy I would have given up anything big for is Mike Clevenger. Clevenger, I would have pulled the yeah. trigger. I said as I said that also. Yeah. I would have done it. It was a but Yankee that's tax. That's what happened to us. We got slapped with a Yankee tax. Yeah. Everybody yeah. overpriced us. Yeah. Bauer, too. I would have taken Bauer. Oh, I'll give the farm yeah, for Bauer. I, I love him. It seems like the Reds weren't going to do anything with him, so. Yeah. That's true. Well, what's Sonny Gray's dealing, Bowers dealing. Yeah. I mean, they still got a team that with the eight teams in each league making the playoffs, they can easily sneak in there and make some noise if they do. So Yeah. We Can't know yeah. all of us were high in the Reds before the season. We're still holding out hope for them. All four of us yeah. are like that Reds team. And they're only two games out of the playoff spot still. So, like yeah. you said, as all they have to do is get in, anything can happen. Yeah, it's different times. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of more than half the league making the playoffs, no. but you are seeing that in a shorter season, a lot of teams are still on the fringe, even some of the best teams. And some teams like the Reds, if only five teams in each league were making the playoffs, they'd probably be down and out right now. Mm -hmm. But because eight teams are making it in the National League, they've still got a chance. So it keeps a fun team like the Reds in the mix. So there exactly. are some good ways to look at it. Yeah, and it's keeping the Blue Jays alive, which actually might yeah. be a big problem for us because they're only one game behind us. They make four moves. I'm definitely looking at them in the rear view. They're getting close. but And we play them like eight times still. Yeah, this is, there's going to be some big games coming up. So, speaking of I'm that. I'm more concerned about the future um, because we have a lot bigger issues than just this year with Aaron Judge and Stanton. Yeah. Yeah. I'm concerned too. The whole thing is. I wasn't is, concerned about Judge, but now I really am. Yeah. I mean, I was saying coming into this season, if he can stay healthy, I'll leave him alone. But he's been everything. 60 games. Yeah, games. He's, he's been everything but healthy. I mean, there's really no way to argue against the guy being injury prone at this point. I know. Exactly. He is. so well somehow, but you're yeah. not from us. Yeah, he, he is. He is absolutely – and I'm not blaming him. I mean, it's, you know, not his fault. If he's hurt, he's hurt. Like, there's 
nothing he can do. Baseball players just aren't typically built like that. Yeah. Right. So I'm not mad at Aaron Judge the person. I'm just mad as a Yankees fan and as an yeah. Aaron Judge fan that he's constantly exactly. Mad. It's Same like a disappointing way. feeling, not an angry feeling. Yeah. But with Stanton, I'm sorry. Um, I can't even. I I defended Stanton all off season. I was like, oh, I'm not competing on this guy. I'm gonna take his back. The guys played a uh, total of. I did the math. He played 18 games, 30 something games in two years now. Yeah. Yeah. 32. I'm, in the playoff games you missed? I mean, you look at Ellsbury's beginning with the Yankees, and he was playing all the time. Now, okay. at this pace, Stanton's not even on a pace to play as many games as Ellsbury did for the Yankees. Oh, so God, he's, that's gross. Yeah. He's missing every year of his prime. Yeah, it's not a good situation. And it hurts even more. I tweeted something like this this morning about how Luke Voigt is visibly playing through another injury. I mean, yeah. even last year, eventually they had to shut him down because he was just bad. But he played through his injury as much as he possibly could. What did he have last year, like a hernia or something yeah. like that? Oh, yeah. It was in, in, the, uh, in that London the series. When he, was yeah. he was playing almost as good as he is this year for like the first few months of last year. And then he got, got hurt him. in London and kept trying to play. And it was just so bad to the point where it was like, all right, dude, we don't want to see you go through this anymore. Your numbers yeah. are lacking. You're just not as good as you could be. We've got Mike Ford waiting in the wings. DJ LeMahieu can play first. So eventually they shut him down. But That's Luke the Boy weirdest part. Yeah. Because Judge took the field and Boone called him off. Yeah. So it's, are the players not talking to Boone or is Boone just I don't know. misdiagnosing this? Because there's so many misdiagnosed yeah. players at the beginning that you know when you hear, we're going to evaluate tomorrow. It's just instant IL. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. Which it's, it is weird, though, because think about it this way. This past week, we've had a few guys in Geo, Hicks, and I guess now Voight. I mean, Voight's not going to let somebody sit him down until he literally can't move anymore. Right. But Geo was held out for a game. He avoided the IL. Hicks was held out or taken out in the middle of a game, and he avoided the IL. So, I mean, hey, you know, we're getting some good news lately. Yeah, Zach Britton and Kigakiyoshi uh, return today as well. Mercer gets DFA, thank the Lord. Yeah. So we'll have to watch another automatic out. Yeah, <laughs> like, I yeah. posted that a while ago. Jordy Mercer, shortstop of the Yankees. That's where we are now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dude. I just hate it. It was like a Shane Robinson situation playing itself out. Even had him on the team until that moment. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Jordy Mercer, that, that was hard to watch. Yeah, that Bob, was – Bob, the football – have you? I can, I compared the Yankees to a football team, but I think that percentage-wise, starters, this is worse than any football team I could think of. Yeah, but it's crazy though because it's a lot of the league. A lot of the league is dealing with stuff like this right now. They That's now true. they showed the Rays yesterday, and their injured list was just as long as ours. Now they're not missing Aaron Judge's and Giancarlo Stanton's, but their pitching I mean, staff is banged up. Yeah, the Rays are missing a lot of guys back. too. And I mean, right, I play fantasy back tomorrow. Yeah, Morton's that? back tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I play fantasy baseball, and, like, a lot of my guys are injured <laughs> that aren't on the Yankees. Yeah. Like, Walker Bueller's been out and, you know, a bunch of different guys. I had oh. Mitch Garver as my catcher from the Twins. He's been out. So, it's really – the Yankees are dealing with more than these other teams, but it's not just the Yankees. He's dealing with some injury stuff this year. It's, it's pretty much just everybody. the names and the consistent names that yeah. really seems to that make is, people's eyes pop up. And if Gardner is, was yeah. playing like he was last year, I bet you 
a lot of people will be a lot more happy about this with the next man up. But I don't know. I, I had a weird theory on it that – not a weird theory, but the next man up was all fueled by the energy of the ballpark. Mm-hmm. And this year it's just so dead there. That mm-hmm. I was man, talking I about that, that too. You know – I agree with that because today I said I think Tampa Bay is having a much easier time with us because there's no fans. And I got a little slack for it saying it's, uh, it's yeah, the they, game too, obviously. But, like, they used to struggle at Yankee Stadium. They didn't like doing with the fan pressure and the noise we used to bring. Now they just walk up and it's like they're playing at home. It's like the same thing for them. Yeah, I posted that picture of the fans in Tampa literally six feet apart in a regular season. So they're used to that. It was a joke. <laughs> I got a lot of shit for it, but – I yeah. get that because coming into Yankee Stadium, there's no, there's none of us. Nope. Mm-hmm. It's just not the same, Sally. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely not. What's up, GNT Nation? Have you checked out our YouTube channel yet? Subscribe to us at Grunt Talks MLB. Also, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Now back to the show. Keith posted the video of Kratz running out of the dugout and turning to someone and saying, I got to go catch my son now. Yeah. Talking about Garcia pitching. Oh, I think I saw that too. The bond between those two guys is awesome. Yes, and this is why the players should be mic'd up. And the fact that we're not getting that is just another slap in the face to everyone. Sure. It would have been better to see. And we've heard a lot of chirping going back and forth this year because they don't hear the fans anymore. We've seen a lot of stuff with the Astros due to that. Things are getting real personal with them, which, of course, we like over here. But – it's going to be interesting to see what happens if the intensity gets ramped up during playoff time. I heard some rumors that fans might be allowed back at some point. I don't know how true that is, but if they bubble up, then I don't think any fans are going to the postseason. So we're going to have to see. Yeah. Unless they sell tickets ahead of time and you stay in the bubble, Yankee fans better get on that. I was pretty surprised that Judge came out and advocated for doing the playoffs at each home stadium. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. Wow. Yeah. Me neither. I didn't that know was that like uh, two weeks ago. He had a press conference. It was like the day he was – the day before he was coming back that he got hurt again. Oh, God. And speaking and, of him, I got some bad news. Apparently, I don't know when he's returning right now. Cashman said it on the fan. That yeah. sounds like uh, you got Stanton and Judge now dealing with the same – oh, 10-day IL. Now it's going to be – we'll see you in about 60 well, days. I think G's supposed to come soon, but we'll have to see. You never know what's going to happen with him either, but – Hopefully These are cap strings. Jeter had to be forced down to, re- to the DL at the time, and then Jeter fought back to get back at 18 games on a grade one cap strain, according, which is – The worst part for me is that these injuries that are keeping these guys out for such a long time are not even things we're seeing happen. It's all soft tissue. Yeah. It's like they literally look fine, and then the next day we hear that they're gone. Yeah, like, Judge and Stanton both hit homers and they get pulled. Like, yeah. literally the exact same thing, almost a day apart. Like, you can't even make this up. It's just so crazy. Yeah, yeah and Judge broke his ribs diving against Anaheim at home in September last year. Yep, definitely. No, yeah, exactly. no, I believe – yo, that happened. I, I, I believe that for sure. No way, dude. I watched video – I remember I showed – I watched every single at-bat from that moment through the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He made that play in the playoffs in Houston where he had a – full stretch on the broken rib side, made the catch, turned around, threw into second base. You don't do that with the broken rib. You yeah, just well, I mean, it. whether you want to believe it that it happened or not, he kept playing last year. Exactly. And he's got like another six months to deal with it. 
And then spring training rolls around, and now he's talking about the broken Yeah, rib. that's what confused me. Like, how did it just randomly come up at, before spring training? That's why I think it originally happened. Well, back same now. with Severino, same with Paxton, uh, same with Hicks. Yeah. Oh, no, Hicks was already out. But all these injuries just happened. Uh, here's preseason. We're going to get hurt now. I guess yep. so, huh? But you guys brought up a good point about Kratz. And, Bobby, I want to hear your take on this. What do you think about the Yankees carrying three catchers? Should we make a move for Clark Schmidt and DFA someone soon? A lot of stuff up in the air right now. But right now, it looks like Yankees are going to go with Higgy, Kratz, and Sanchez. I mean, I'm okay with it. I mean, you know what? I'm, that's a lot of catchers. But you know what? You never could have enough depth at that position, especially with the struggles that Gary's been going through right now, in my opinion. So, you know what? It's, that's what needs to happen. Um, like I said, you know – as I've been saying the past few days, um, Gary scares me. He's too hot and cold this year. He looks lost behind the plate, at the plate, and it gets really bad. Like that grand slam he had the other day, he really needed that, and we keep saying that, but I'm very concerned for Gary. I really am. His swing doesn't change. If the ball is in his swing path, he'll hit it. That's it. He makes absolutely no adjustments. You're right. That actually is what it is, basically. Like, he literally swings with everything. And the swing is, like, on the same path. It's almost like Chris Carter, and I hate using that comparison, but he literally swings in the same exact spot. If he gets it, it's going a mile. If he doesn't get it most of the time, he's striking out over 200 times. But he's not as yeah, bad as Chris Carter or Chris Davis, but this year it's looked that bad. I, I, I've never seen someone – who you know that the potential's there, but he's just not not performing. What's your what's your take on that, Kyle? Like, well, how much longer do we put up with Sanchez, honestly? I mean, yeah, we haven't heard your take on this. Better. I'm actually yeah. very curious. Well, I'll start with the thing about the three catchers. For one, I don't think that the plan all along was to keep Kratz around. But when you see that he actually is hitting a little bit, he's been great defensively. Seems like every pitcher performs well when he's back there. And – He's almost sort of like the spark plug of the team, kind of like the – he's kind of like the Cameron Mabin, the Todd Frazier of this season, the Matt Holliday's of the world, like just the veteran guy that everybody loves to be around, kind of teaches the young guys how to be a major leaguer and stuff like that. So I think when that came to fruition, it made their decision a lot harder. You don't want to let Higashioka go either because he's been around for such a long time. He's got a promising side to him, things like that. And then – you guys mentioned it. It's really all on Gary. I mean, if Gary's who he could be right now, you probably do just let one of those two backups go. You probably make the tough decision. But right now, Gary Sanchez is not that good. And I think it's a good point that you guys made. His swing looks exactly the same every single time. Just kind of hopes the ball is going to be there. It is nice to have a guy who, even when he's struggling as bad as he is, can still hit plenty of home runs. It's just the thing with Gary Sanchez is he's got such an upside that many other catchers in this league don't have. It's a tough position. There's really not that many guys you can name that are good. I mean, how many teams have a solid catcher right now? Maybe five? Yeah. So so you kind of just keep hammering away at Gary Sanchez until he literally just puts together one full awful season. You know, maybe Gary comes around for the last month. It's a whole new month. We, we as baseball fans look at the season in months. Right. So if Gary Sanchez turns it on right now, you say, well, he had a great September. You don't worry about those other months. Sure. Right. But if he gets through September again and he's still hitting 120, 
I mean, you <laughs> enter the playoffs with a catcher that bad, and you're you're looking at a real problem. This would be the second year too if he stays under two hundred, wouldn't it? Didn't he do that in one eighty? Yeah, I think he hit one eighty. He, like he played. He played so, like eighty four games, like eighty eight games to like one eighty. You know, it was like two years. Was that last year or the year before? It was eighteen. Okay, so it was the year before, but that totally happens. So yeah, his his upside is so far from his day. I've never seen such a disparity between yeah. somebody's good days and bad days. Yeah, it's really the definition of hot and cold, how and, and how bad he is. And you see it on both ends of the plate too. Like the defense is great sometimes, and sometimes he'll just let the ball go through. Like it's just crazy. And like Bobby said before, he makes a great point. The offense carries over the defense when he's struggling a lot of times, too. Yeah, the it does. Like, it's not like normally one end's good and one's bad, but he's been getting better with the framing, at least. The arm is still there, obviously, but he's got a lot of work. We hope everyone is enjoying the show so far. If you guys like this content, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Grunt Talks Team. Again, that's Grunt Talks Team, Twitter and Instagram. Thank you so much and enjoy the rest of the show. So let's talk about this game tonight. We really need a win. Tampa Bay is 1-7 against us on the year. It's going to be Tanaka versus Richards. We definitely have the advantage here, although last time Tanaka pitched against Tampa Bay, he did not do very good at all. Went four innings and then gave up five runs or so. So we're going to look for him to be a lot better tonight. And Trevor Richards is only 25 years old. The dude looks like he's 40. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was way older. Oh, is he the, one with the, is he the silver fox? Yeah, dude, he looks so yeah. much older than 25. When I saw 25 on MLB The Show, I, like, froze. Yeah. I'm like, his, here. His ERA is over five. He has 16 Ks and 21 innings of work in the season. So he's very hittable, obviously. The last yeah. time we faced him, we scored two runs off him in three innings before he was pulled. Yeah, he looked terrible. And Tanaka is pretty good this year. So Tanaka, Tanaka is... I always say he's the most consistently good pitcher that we've had. Yeah. In the you know what you're going to get. Absolutely. You know what you're going to get, and you got to expect the pitcher to have a few bad starts throughout the season, and that's kind of what he does every single year. Yeah, and Tanaka's pitched very well against the Rays in his career. I remember the complete game he had a few years back, and yeah. he has had a lot of success against him. His first start in the year, he went five shutout innings against him. He just got pulled because of pitch count concerns. So we really, really need good Tanaka tonight. I think he knows that we need a win right here. I think he's going to pick us up. We're one and seven against his team. The division's over if we lose tonight, I think. I don't even think that's an overreaction anymore. We'd be five and a half out if we lose tonight. With like I'd be more concerned games. about being, well, it would be what, six in a row to the race? Seven. I think it already has six now. I think we started one and one, and they've kept going ever since, right? Yeah, this has to be some kind of record where we have this massive win streak against Baltimore, Boston, and then a long losing streak against Tampa. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a weird thing to think about. It's definitely rare. And, then and it's definitely a team that we're going to have to go through in the playoffs because I don't oh, think there are many other teams in the American League that can knock them off before we would have to play them. So. No, yeah, I they're, think they're, they're a scrappy team. Yeah. I mean, is it premature to call them World Series favorites in the AL? Maybe. But Oakland's going to be no. in the mix. They made some good moves as well. Minnesota yeah. and the White Sox there and the Indians. There's a lot of teams this year. As much as we hate the Astros, they'll be in the mix as well, unfortunately. 
So we're going to have to Yeah, stop. and I think – I don't care what's been going on lately. I still think the Yankees are a World Series favorite. I mean, you nope. can pick other teams over them, but I don't think – Anything that's happened over the past two weeks has knocked the Yankees out as far as being a Absolutely World Series not. favorite is concerned. Because if Aaron Judge is back, I am 100% convinced. I, I, nothing really changes, in my opinion, if Aaron Judge comes back. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, I mean, a lot I of other guys – Hoke just reported that Glaber is going to be back, like, in a week or so. so. Oh, yeah, that's Glaber, it's great. Great news. Yeah. Because, so, I mean, things are looking up. We'll be fine. I'm not too worried. I don't think he's long term. I'm worried about. I think come October, we're going to be laughing that we were so worried about these. Right? Two weeks. We lost the, you know, seven games in a row or whatever it was, and we couldn't beat the Rays and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, everyone's going crazy about the Rays and stuff. Yeah. But- and yeah. the Garrett Cole struggles. That's another thing I'm not worried oh, about yet. I mean, oh, I'm not worried about that right I'm not now. Worried about that too much either. Yeah. It's the advanced numbers that we've talked about. That's the only thing that concerns me a little bit. That concerns me more than like the actual results almost. Because like you it's the fact that when hitters make contact, often great contact, that's that ball problem. goes. Yeah, they're battling him more than ever this year. But it's mm-hmm. early still. He has to adjust a little bit. So I actually have Mosh's career numbers against Tampa. He's thrown 20 starts against them. His ERA is a 3.3. And he has 124 innings of work, so this is not a small sample size. 124 oh, no. Ks. His whip is under one, so I'm feeling pretty good with him tonight. Right, see, that's one of those advanced stats that I, I like whip. I like Babbitt. I actually love Babbitt. So I guess Garrett Cole's Babbitt is really high. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. But there's some metrics out there. Like, I'm telling you, and I will stick to this, war is not a stat. <laughs> it's different on every site. And they use different numbers to get the value. So how is that a stat and not an opinion based off of numbers? Yeah, no, I can get behind that. Just my thoughts. I mean, this season it's going to be tough to look at war. War is better to look at over a long period of time. Yeah, yeah, until you're through. Even that way, they're wrong because Bobby Abreu had a higher war than Vlad, and one's in the Hall of Fame, one's not even considered. So wow. I yeah, it's just those, one of those numbers that just – There's a bunch of weird ones like that that we've looked at. Like, that's we, – we like to compare players sometimes, like, through generations. Like, we look at war and see, like, how some people – it's crazy how close numbers are and how far the difference is with the Hall of Fame building with percentages on certain yeah, cases. Yeah, like that with – um, what's his face? Uh, Edgar Anteria, Alan Trammell, the comparisons were just like – you wouldn't tell who's who if you weren't looking at the faces. I'm just looking at numbers. Well, Edgar Renteria never played. Oh, Edgar Renteria. I'm thinking you're thinking talking about Edgar Martinez. I was getting ready to say he never played the field, but I don't well, know. Edgar about Martinez that somehow has a 68 WAR, and I know they always put defense into it. So how does his WAR get so much higher? Yeah. And there's than, no way a guy like that was running the bases all that well either. No. So the Kirby, Kirby Puckett and Don Mattingly, they both had short careers. It's the Hall of Fame is not it's a museum, man. Like just put <laughs> the history of baseball in. Put bonds in already. Cause let people know. Even label it the steroid era. Who cares? Yeah, put honestly. Put Clemens in, put Sosa in, put them all in. Screw it. Yeah, honestly. Uh, they should have like a section of the Hall of Fame yeah. that's just the steroid guys. They mind There's an well. era for everything. So why not just call it the steroid era? Why not? Put yeah. Pete Rose in his own little hall. The, the, and with the Astros. Yeah, just, at the end of the day, it's just for entertainment. It's not like these guys were like robbing banks. You know, they're just 
the, the main crime they commit is that they take opportunities away from other guys who were playing right. the game the right way. But that's what gets me the most. What you just said. That's what, yeah. especially with the Astros stuff too. Right, the Astros Pete Rose put a few bets he shouldn't have done. He should be in the Hall of Fame as well. One of them. Oh, Pete Pete Rose is <laughs> arguably the greatest hitter ever, and he's not in the Hall of Fame. It's just it's disgusting. It really is. Like, come yeah. on now. Yeah, yeah. Barry Bonds. Uh, Barry Bonds without steroids would would still be one of the best hitters ever. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He probably would have had a Hall of Fame career. He just wouldn't have broke the home run record and stuff like that. Right, yeah, that's exactly what the difference was because he was a great player regardless, but then the power came and everything. But let's talk about this game and the lineups. Have you guys been able to see the lineup cards for both teams yet? Yeah, yeah I mean, I did. I'm glad to see Hicks is in there. You know, obviously he pinch hit last night, so we already knew he was fine, but I don't know if they knew he was ready to go for nine innings and stuff yeah, like that. I was so worried about him. I was like, no, oh, we can't lose him too. Yeah, yeah. That's a nude for sure. So give me your X factors on the in the Yankees lineup. Me, we always like to do this pregame talk. Me and Bobby do the X factors for Yankees Rays. So Kyle, what we do is Yankees, we do one hitter and we do a bullpen arm, then we do the same thing for Tampa Bay. Okay. So a guy that I'm looking at in the Yankees lineup is Kyle Higashioka. It'd be nice if we could get okay. a catcher that right. could actually do a, more than one thing at the plate. You know, Gary obviously only hits a home run once every couple games. Kratz has been hitting for average one way or another. We know that Higashioka is capable of doing both things, so it would be nice if he could. Um, a bullpen guy, is that what you said? You do a bullpen guy? Yeah, we do a bullpen guy. Zach Britton's back today. If he gets the ball, that means we're in a good position. So let's hope that we have, like a like Bobby said earlier, like a 5-1 lead so we can yeah, just kind of – Yeah, there we go. That's what I like to see. Yeah, we yeah. kind of just bring Britain in. We need in that. Bring Britain in, get him some work, and hopefully it's good work. But if you have a 5-1 lead, he lets up one solo home run, strikes out the other three guys. We're not too mad about that. So no. And what, what was the other thing? Anything else? Yeah, I agree with yeah, those. I like that. For me, for the Yankees, I'm going with Mike Talkman. I'm going to keep calling this. Oh out. yeah, big Talkman dude. I think he's tonight is going to be the night he finally hits that home run we've been waiting for. We're yeah, waiting man. for that Mike Talkman homer. I think tonight you're going to get it. I think his first at bat, he's going to make a statement. Let's get right to it, Talkman. I'm trying to I'm launch the socks. I can't. And the bullpen. I'm looking at Zach Britton as well. It's got to be the dude off the IL. No questions asked about that. We need the formula tonight. Give me Tanaka, Green, Alavino. Britton Chapman, if we get six to seven from Tanaka, we're looking pretty good. Well, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with my Geo. I think tonight Geo's just gonna continue to be a hot bat and go out there, do a really good job. For the uh for the Rays, and since I, I, I live in Tampa now, so I have to hear about this every time I step out of my door and all that. I'm gonna go with uh Wu Man Choi. That guy is just a uh, against the Yankees, he just rakes yeah. against us. I don't know what it is with Leading this guy. Off too. And it's just uh, – it, I'm going to go with him again. And you know what? I hate to say it. I think he hits another one out. To, I think he's going to oh, home God. run. So, uh, <laughs> it's uh, – but for the bullpen, for the Yankees, I'm, I'm going to agree with you guys. Britain, him coming back, I think, get him some work, and I think he'll look pretty good. Well, you took Talkman right out of my mouth. I mean, I just wanted to see him pick it up again because we know it's there. And out of the bullpen – I don't want to see anybody important tonight. That's just my thought. I don't want anybody but any of the big guys because I want this game to be over by the fifth. That would be much needed. We we need a nice lap like that after everything that's been My X-Factor is going to be the offense, the entire offense tonight. 
Okay. We yeah, got give us me and Bobby keep saying five one, but if we could just see that offense score like eight runs tonight, uh, that would if be it's eight beautiful. runs, oh I'll be very comfortable. Definitely. Yeah. That would be awesome. Five one's like a nervous number now because so many teams come back. Sure. That's a good point. Uh, yeah, I like yeah, that's true. But I think me and Bobby are just saying like four runs yeah. in the second inning. Yeah, exactly. Know. That's exactly what I'm saying. Tanaka doesn't let up a run until like the fifth. You know, we yeah, score the, and then we score the next run right after that, and then no score the rest of the game. So, all right, I'm I agree with you guys. Like, we just want to see something smooth, and I'm gonna make you laugh, brother. I'm going with your brother Ryan Thompson as the X Factor at Tampa. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're going with my brother Ryan Thompson. Uh, yeah, so he. Uh, oh, that's something. You know what? Yeah, he will. He will have a good game. <laughs> I'll send them a nice text, too, right, when we're done with this. Tell them good luck. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, no, because, yeah, his brother's name's Ryan Thompson. They have the pitcher, Ryan Thompson. So, it's a little funny thing I say. Sometimes I text him and be like, you're pitching. He, he always loves to talk about Glass now, who absolutely killed us yesterday. Me and Kyle both said the same exact thing. And me and Bobby said this yesterday. I don't know why the Yankees kept swinging at his breaking stuff. I know it's easy mm-hmm. to set it up, but he literally doesn't throw a strike. Just let him walk you. Like, I don't understand yeah. why they kept swinging at it. We would have won that game if a Yankee just never swung. <laughs> yeah, like, like, that, like that Bonds video. If Bonds never swung a bat, he would still have done this. Yeah, like, we would have won that and game And the first yesterday. time we went against Glasnow, we did it. We made him walk us, and he only lasted like two and two-thirds, and that's when we had a good game against him. Yeah. But, and now the last two times we've faced him, we've looked pathetic. Yeah, it's been tough. So, score predictions tonight. Let's hear it, everyone. Uh, I hate these. I'm always wrong. I'm sticking to five one. All right. Yeah, me too. I'm going five one as well. Yeah. All right. I'm change up a little bit. I'll say six three because I don't think we can get it that easy. <laughs> I, I said the offense is the X factor, so I'll go eight two. Wow, that'd be All fun. Right. Oh, that'd be great. I'd love yeah. that score. No walk-offs, no sweat, no heart attacks. Just yeah. an easy win tonight. That's all I'm asking. So we for. could all all relax and not lose sleep over I'm, I'm we got to get back on track with the uh, it, we sure. can't, i keep saying we all keep saying this is that with the season's literally coming to an end really soon yeah, it's, sept- like it's september 1st for god's sake already yeah. you can't be losing me losing games now there is no yeah. margins for error zero so yeah. we have to keep winning the year one bad week is going to determine whether you're in first place or third place we one week it. And we had that bad week already, so we can't have another one. We had already lost seven straight. So we yeah. had a week that I never thought we could have. We I'm like sure as hell possibly. not trying to be like the seven seed that has to play Oakland in the first. No, round. that's yeah. my no. point. Is that's Absolutely what I'm not. saying. The seeding still matters to me because of that. I don't want to be the seven or eight seed. You have to play Tampa or Oakland right away, or like. Minnesota, the White Sox? No, absolutely not. I want. I still want to get that division. I still think it's important to have a better seed. So we have to get this going tonight. That's it. The next two games, you got to win them. It's that simple. Yeah, for sure. And then for Tampa Bay, my two thorns on my side, every time I always highlight these two guys, every time we play, Brandon Lau and Austin Meadows, all they do is do damage against us. The Yankees got to control them tonight. I think yeah. one of – I'm going to say Meadows goes yard, though, because he always hurts us. Yeah. Just, I, I get scared every time he's hitting. Every time he's hitting, I think something's going to happen. I'm never what comfortable the Pirates Meadows in the doing? box. The Pirates. What were they – what the are the Pirates. Pirates ever doing? Right. Dumbest trade in baseball history, possibly one of them. I yeah, went to like college. I went to college in the Pittsburgh area, and it was actually around the time that McCutcheon was in his prime and stuff like that. So they were actually good those years. Right. But 
Now yeah. all my friends from college still talk about the Pirates, and they hate this GM and the owners and stuff like that. I think the guy's name is like Bob Nutting, and they always say, <laughs> spend Nutting, win Nutting. So, <laughs> so oh, they, uh, they hate it out there. They hate what the Pirates are going through. I can't really. All right, guys, I'll let you finish up. I'm going to go get ready for the game. Um, Julian, uh, Kyle, I will see you out there, and right, I'll to talk to you guys soon. Yeah, yep. it was nice to talk Good with you, man. coming on, Darren. This was fun. Yep. Take it easy, Darren. And also, speaking of another bad trade, look at the shirt I'm wearing right now. How about the Tatis for a Love James it. Fields trade? I want that Slam Diego shirt, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, there's so many good shirts. I'm loving oh what the God. Padres are doing, man. Yeah, that th- we talked about that pretty for quickly. A while. Like, that was a great – the Clevenger trade really tipped the icebergs for me with the Padres. Like, that was one move I'm like, all right, they ain't playing no more. Like, they were setting up. It was like Nolan Moreland. Like, they were setting up for the big move, and then they go for Clevenger. I had a feeling he, they were going to make a run at him, though. And he really fits the vibe better out there, and he was with us on. Yeah. It's really it's got not that just like vibe, too. The Padres didn't just get a good player. They got another fun player. So Yeah, I know. He really just, like, adds to them. And now they have Clevenger, Lamett, and they have Paddock as the top three in the playoffs. That's pretty tough. Yeah. Like, that team, they're primed to do something fun. Like, they – I'm yeah. not saying they – they are going to beat the Dodgers. I'm not going to sit here and make a prediction like that, but they could, and it mm-hmm. wouldn't shock the world. No, I was thinking that too. I'm like, I don't, I wouldn't put them as a favorite still, but they closed the gap. Like I wrote a big article today, kind of about the deadline, how it was kind of pissed. We didn't do anything, but I talked about San Diego as well. Like looking at the landscape, Toronto, and I'm nervous about the Blue Jays. They made some decent moves and we play them a lot next month. I'm not going to lie. They're only one game behind us too. What do you guys think about Toronto overall? I mean, they're good. They're young. They're fun. I've been watching a lot of Blue Jays games, and they make a lot of plays that surprise you and stuff like that. But it really shouldn't surprise you because they've got they've got the talent that if they can all put it together at the same time, they can make some serious noise. And they went out and added a lot of pieces at the deadline. Nobody that like is going to wow you, but yeah. baseball Solid is all pass. about having a well-rounded. 